Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Real Estate Investor Goddesses podcast. This is a podcast where we interview incredible women doing amazing things in real estate investing and share their stories. We invite them to come and share their stories with us, and I am supremely excited to have our guest, Lisa Phillips, with us today. Uh, I I get a lot of um, women asking me if, how they can invest when they don't have that much money to, to invest with. So I know a lot of um, people think you need to have 100000 50000 more to get started. And our, our guest today helps people invest on a shoestring budget and still cash flow. She teaches full-time professionals how to invest in real estate part-time through her coaching, online courses, and membership programs. And she focuses on lower-priced rental properties with high cash flows, which includes demonstrating the systems needed to invest locally or out of state. I'm super excited to have her today. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you so much. I appreciate the introduction. You really, you summarized it all very well. Thank you. <laughs> you get Thank it. you for being here. Uh, so, I always like to start at the beginning. How did you get started in real estate investing? I will just do the short version. Uh, the longer version has a little bit more uh, chagrin and embarrassment that I reveal. But for this uh, episode, I'll just say shortly that um, I found myself with a foreclosure, laid off twice, but I was mm-hmm. able to find a very low-cost condo to live in. And it was during 2008, 2009, when it was really scary. Hundreds of thousands of jobs were being lost a month, and I couldn't find a job. You know, it didn't matter that I had my engineering degree and worked for IBM. Well, it doesn't matter if you can't get a, get a job. And uh, during that time when I had this low-priced property that I was staying in, I realized you can find these neighborhoods. They're perfectly fine, even though we're not necessarily told that those are the neighborhoods we should live in. But they can, in fact, keep you from being homeless. They can generate income. And being a property owner, even at that price range, at a lower price range, still comes with a lot of benefits. And so that's what I was like, I got to keep doing this. I, I can carry a couple of three, $400 mortgages and to get what, you know, to get the outcome of owning a property outright and the rent and all the things that are kind of associated with it. So that sort of spurred everything. And from there, I just developed a bunch of, not a bunch, I developed systems for different aspects. You know, investing out of state is a different system that I developed because a lot of these properties are, are usually never where I live. Uh, mm-hmm. How can I continue to find these regardless of where I'm at in the country? And so I put a lot of these systems together, and I share those with my coaching clients or through my online courses at this point. So yeah, cool. it just it just it worked, and I started telling the world to see who was open to receive the message. Okay, where do you live right now? Where's home? Hey, I live in Central Virginia. I was in the DC oh. area, but we did not want to purchase a five hundred thousand dollar home, so. <laughs> Uh, if you live yeah. in the Northern Virginia or D.C. area, it's no joke, all right? And that would be for a condo. Uh, before I grew up, so I know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it is no joke. And, and, if you, and, and, I mean, you stay in an apartment. Like, I, I tell everyone the joke. I had three paid-for properties uh, 
while living in a dumpy apartment, one-bedroom apartment. So, like, the houses I was renting out were better than the ones than where I was staying. We live in a very high-cost of living <laughs> area. Uh, yeah. So we moved a couple uh, hours south to Central Virginia at the base of the Blue Ridge Mountain in a small town uh, and purchased a property there. Beautiful. Okay, so you you found yourself um, unemployed and then you you had a condo and you started investing. Where where are you now with your your investments? With my investments? Mhm. Okay. Uh shuffling some things around. Uh I have I had two paid-for properties, uh, just because after three, mm-hmm. four years, you can pay them off at the office this price range. But I sold the one in yeah. Baltimore, and that is okay. actually where the process of purchasing a vacation rental. Uh, For Airbnb? My old property. Yes. Yeah, so we got experience mm-hmm. with that. So I had three of these sub-30K purchases, that I purchased by our own home which had a split unit, and we paid about mm-hmm. 750 bucks for a contractor to build out a little wall so that it really wow. felt like when you came into the back door, it was its own separate unit, we, so it didn't open into the kitchen. So we sort of made that construction, and downstairs, we got very comfortable with Airbnb. And as you know, with those nightly rentals, you make two to three times as much as you make with a standard rental property. So I highly suggest everyone to start diversifying, if you can, uh, to vacation rentals just as well as just a standard rental for, uh, you know, a long-term tenant. So we have our home, which also has an Airbnb suite. Um, Mm -hmm. I still have two of the properties, um, and I just sold one in Baltimore because Baltimore and me are not friends. (laughs) I do not (laughs) like that city for investments. Uh, it is shady Why is that? corrupt. Oh, uh, they are. Okay. I had, I didn't have any problems with my tenants. It's always the city. They just keep coming up with the most creative ways to try to get you to pay them money. I mean, like you can't even tag it. Like you're like, okay, so now you're telling me I have an $800 water bill for a house that has no water. The water hmm. hasn't been turned on in a year, and you're saying I have an $800 water bill. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Oh, okay. You're saying this whole neighborhood has tons of weeds, but you're saying you're giving me a $60 fine that you doubled very quickly to like $120 because I had a few, you know, weeds. And when I came and looked at it, I was like, are you kidding me? So they just, to me, it's a city that just tries every which way it can to try to figure out how to make money off of the people who have it. And if you don't have anybody, you, you never hear a word from the city. That is my experience. I stand by that. I have the I have properties in Virginia and Ohio and the Baltimore City. I just had to work ten times harder for that one than all the other ones combined. I put it at twenty times more. So for <laughs> me, I, it's just I I don't want to reward bad behavior. So they all of my investment dollars <laughs> can come out and I am plucking it down in Southwest Virginia in a vacation riddle there. Nice. So yeah. I know you, you specialize in helping people find properties that are under $30,000. Um, yes, ma'am. Which, you know, when I, coming from Los Angeles, that seems impossible. <laughs> so how do you, right. you know, what are what are some things you suggest for people so that they can find more affordable properties like that that will cash flow? 
okay, there's two parts to it. There are these houses everywhere. Once people have heard my podcast or blog or video, they go look themselves. And they're like, oh, there are properties in this price range. So that's not the hard part is finding a property in the price range, right? Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, yeah. I'm sure you probably did a quick Google search, right? Or looked online or Googled it somewhere. But the, the art and the science comes from knowing which property to purchase because there's a lot of auctions for $19,000 that should have just stayed at the auction house. You yeah. know, there's like, yeah, it's $19,000, but it hasn't had a roof for three years. <laughs> and now you're liable for all the damages. Oh, it's $19,000. Yeah. doesn't mean you need to buy it. So <laughs> the houses are out there, but it's still an art and a science to make sure you purchase it. There's a lot of low-priced properties in the South, but if you're only getting $300 rent, and your mortgage is three fifty. You're not winning this game. You know what I mean. And right. your maintenance and repair is going to be more uh, each year than any of the rents that you can receive. So those aren't necessarily ideal as an investment property. But they're usually outside of city centers. And if you go on certain blogs or Google it, there's like the known ones, like the Detroit, the Baltimore's, or the uh, that that you'll know that has these price ranges. I would say that when I work with clients, I steer them away from the popular ones because those don't necessarily yield the best results because so many investors have flocked to them. I just show yeah. them my own. I show them a system of how to find it anywhere, either driving and or flying, whichever one. Uh, we make, we mm-hmm. can tailor that whole program. You know, we can tailor that to you and where you're located. So that's what I suggest. Well, um, and that, that is like a higher level thing that I go in on my courses and with my coaching clients. But I mean, just in general, outside of major cities is where you'll start finding these. Right. And so you you mostly help people um, find single family homes. Is that the, their focus? Uh, sometimes it depends. If they're okay. traveling a longer distance, we're going to head more towards a multifamily to leverage that uh, okay. uh, travel time. Yeah, absolutely. So um, how – now, I always love to ask this question. What was your biggest mistake? Uh, what's been your biggest mistake, oh. and what did you learn from it? Well, you sent this pre-question, so sorry that I'm, like, thinking about it again. <laughs> so, um, gosh. The biggest mistake is when I first did it, not reaching out or be – I really believe in mentorship and or coaching. Uh, the idea yeah. of mentorship to me, uh, sometimes people think that free relationship you find someone who just guides you. I actually prefer the paid coaching relationship where, like, you're paying someone to be available whenever you need it to, you know. So I, I, yeah. I wish I would have done that sooner because I did waste a lot of time and money uh, yes. doing it myself. Now, I wasn't that hard up. I went into it knowing, like, hey, if I get overhead, uh, over my head – you know, I'll save up for a couple of months until I can get out of it and then do it again. That's what this price range can give you. It can give you a little leeway because it's not such a high payment. You know, if it was 800 or $900 a month, I might be freaked out. But when it's 300 you can absorb that and wait and save up if there's something that was a little bit more than you expected. So I just wish I would have started with a uh, real estate investing coach sooner uh, mm-hmm. just because I'd be so much more further ahead. 
without wasting all the yeah. time and effort. Um, so now I'm 100% about coaches. I have a coaches, you know, I, uh, I have, you know, people I'll talk to for real estate investing. I have resources and networks. If I have a question for people who's in New Jersey, who's in, um, you know, Ohio, or, or network established of people I can at any time call and ask and go over and discuss items. So I'm still into the idea of like learning from someone. Um, and so that's what I wouldn't do again. I wouldn't do it alone because when it comes to business, I've learned, I don't care if it's online business, brick and mortar business, or real estate investing. There is someone who knows how to do it better and faster and quicker than you. Pay them for their expertise so you don't have to lose any money or time you don't have to lose. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. So it's so valuable to have um, yeah. mentors. I I pay I pay for my own mentors and they yeah, really help collapse time frames and and you know, when you know both of us offer you know, mentoring so and coaching to people and yeah, it's really helpful. Um so that's that's good advice. My my next question is what are you most proud of? I am proud of all the people who heard me and went, you know what, you're right. They told us to stay away from these neighborhoods. I'm not going to listen, and I'm going to do it. And I've had people go, Lisa, oh, my God, I have five properties. I'm so happy. Like, I'm proud of the people who listened and listened carefully and thoughtfully and went out and did it. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just like, yeah. it's it's good for them. It's validating for me because a lot of people looked at me crazy when I started this out. So it's nice when I could just point to a screenshot and go, uh, look, 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 and look. Who's crazy? Who's crazy yeah. now? And I still have all the receipts <laughs> from when people were, were saying, oh, no. Like, I have those screenshots as well. So it makes me proud that they did that because it helps me and my message. It helps their message. And, and I'm proud. And, and one more thing. And because of that, we, uh, you know, there's like an army of investors who never thought that they could be an investor growing. And, you know, I'm yeah. really trying to change generational wealth mindset and the ability for people to get it, hold on to it, and scale with it. Like, I, you know, so I'm, I'm really proud that I'm having that impact on so many people here in this country. Uh, to really change the trajectory of wealth accumulation in a way that they've never had before. And uh, FYI, I'm like grateful that the internet exists. So if you have a message and a system and a way for someone to be inspired and know how to do something, you can get it out there for very little cost. You know, so we all should be grateful that we could like hear these messages now, whereas before I'd have to go to my local library. But yeah, all the thousands of people wouldn't have been able to hear this message. And it has changed, you know, it can change your life. Yeah. Oh, I'm proud of you. Good job. Thank you, um, and So what to what do you attribute your success? There's a couple of things. One thing you're, um, so uh, you have your innate talent. So I will say my innate talent is the ability to take very complex uh, processes or, or items, real estate investing, being business, and being able to break it down in very bite-sized, logical pieces that are easy to implement and do. And I'm also a good communicator. So I can take it, break it down, but I can communicate it to be in a way 
that people can understand. So I think that's really helped with um, not only breaking down the process for myself, but breaking it down for others. And that's when, like I tell people, the messenger matters, right? Because yeah. there's a lot of people who are good at investing, but are they good at necessarily explaining it? You know, or, or even, you know, doing new things that no one else has really been doing, can they do it themselves? So I think um, that is a big part of it. And, um, you know, and another innate part is, you know, I'm someone who can take a lot. I could take nine remarks. I didn't fight back, but I could take the fact that I'm putting myself out there saying, I'm going to these neighborhoods. I'm happy I'm doing it. I know they're lower income and lower prices. None of you guys are comfortable with that, but I want to stand firm that it's the right thing to do and is a good real estate investing strategy, and I want as many other people to do it as possible, and you'll see us win in the future. Like, I could take all the because there was a lot of hate that came at me for just different reasons or just the skepticism about what I was preaching, right? And so there has to be a level of, like, you not caring what people think about you. And I get this from my dad. Me and him just marched to our own drummer. So (laughs) whereas other people would be self-conscious and embarrassed, I still get self-conscious and embarrassed, but I can take that. So I'll put myself out there. So I only had four houses when I really started telling people about this. And other people would be like, oh, no, you need 20 before someone will take you seriously. But I like to call it, it's like my dare factor. Like I dare because I can take whatever you're going to send at me. You know what I mean? Like I'll take it and deal with it, even if it's not that good. I don't hide my hand in the sand. And because of that, I can go into places and talk about demographics and class and, and ways that other people wouldn't because they wouldn't be comfortable with some of the negative consequences that could come. Uh, so I dare to do what other people think maybe I shouldn't dare to do. And then on top of that, I am an optimistic person. So even when bad things happen, people react differently. My natural instinct is to go, okay, this bad happened. What's the worst case? How do we get past it? You know, and I don't dwell in that negative. I work so fast to get to the positive. And I think that's just another innate thing that's really helped keep me going because I could just take what comes and go, you know, hey, foreclosure. And it's not cool. <laughs> but, okay, how do we manage this? It's not, how do we it's not deadly. Yeah. It's not. So like good. I could just, so that's just, so you have some of your innate talents, your innate soul, just personality quirks that you you work with. It just work, It just goes that for this particular thing, it worked that I had all of that so I can put it out there. It's imperfect at all, you know, not perfect whatsoever but still drive the impact because, you know, you can dare where other people won't and go where other people won't. Perfect. Really good. Nice question. Um, Thank you for asking. (laughs) Sure. And one last question. What do you wish you'd known at the beginning that you now know? Or another way to say this is what advice do you have for a woman just starting out in this field? Okay, I like that. Uh, First, very specific, if you're going to do real estate investing, what you want to do, is it flips? Is it buy and hold? Is it wholesaling? Is it news? Every time I get people who are like, I want to do this, I want to do that, choose one. Because you only have so much time, energy, and brain power, and the skill set can be learned for all of them. So first, get specific. And then once you're specific, find someone you know and trust be it either free or be it paid mentorship and go, you want to, I want to do exactly what you're doing. 
Let me buy this course and educate myself, not on everything, on that specific one thing. That's where the specificity helps you save time and money, right, of that one thing you're doing, um, uh, investing in multifamilies, investing in short, whatever it is, and educate yourself in only that. And don't spend your time going all over the Internet trying to piece it together. You're reading about wholesaling one day, landlording the next. That does not help you. <laughs> so once you get specific, get that specific training and education, and go from there. And if you get the right education, you know you will because you'll be so confident to go out and embark on that real estate investing journey. And you won't be scared. My clients do not leave me scared. They actually think it's easy, which is crazy. <laughs> says that, <laughs> right? So that specificity and that focus is what's going to help you. Not reading everything that comes into your inbox. Does that make sense? Narrow it down and only focus on that if you get any information. If you keep chasing waterfalls, well, you're not going to get where you need to get to. So if you want this, focus. Get one, do it. Now, later on, if you want to add another skill, add it once you got this part down. But don't try to do three or four at once. Sometimes too much information. Sometimes, I think all the time, too much information is not good for you because you need to focus. That's what I would say. Great advice. Awesome. So good. So uh, we're going to do a trinity like we always do with this yes. podcast. We're going to ask for a brag, a gratitude, and a desire. But before we go into your trinity, um, what is, what's the best way that people who want to connect with you find out more about you and what you're doing? What's the best way for them to Oh, sorry. What was that? What's the best way for people oh, to find yeah, you and connect you. with you? You can come to my website, which is affordablerealestateinvestments.com. If you want to sign up, get on the email list, that's where I release uh, my material to you bit by bit, bit and logical portion so you can really start understanding how you're going to go about doing this and, and map out a roadmap for you. And if you want to get a little bit of information about me before and what I, uh, what I teach and coach people through and a little bit more about this subject, you can go to youtube.com um, slash affordable REI, or you can put Lisa Phillips Affordable Real Estate Investments in the YouTube search. I'll come right up. I have about 40 videos going over the strategy, mindset, why you should do it, why you should do it over flipping in my eyes, why, how I did it. You know. So all of that information. So you can really decide before you come on over if this is what you want to do. And if you do, you take it to that next level. And it's a very specific, you know, real estate investing game that I play. So, yeah, that's what I would recommend. And I tell everyone for anything, you know, leverage social media. Uh, by the time you get to my email list, you probably have watched 10 of my videos. I either know what I'm doing or I don't. Like, you can develop that trust. So go ahead and, like, use that resource to know do I like this person? Do I not? And then if you do, go for it. You know, with 40 videos out there or 20 or if this person has 10, you should really be able to get a good feel for who they are. Awesome. So, yeah, please go there. That's really good. To sign up. Okay. So, y'all heard affordablerealestateinvestments.com or the YouTube. And uh, what is one thing you're celebrating right now? What are you bragging? I am celebrating... Yes, yes. Uh, the house that I purchased for thirteen thousand, put about twenty thousand in in Baltimore. I just sold for twenty fifty five, and it sold within eight nice. weeks. It was really nice. Very good. Yeah. Well bragged. Uh, 
And what, yeah, what's something yeah, you're grateful yeah. for? Gratitude. I am grateful. Uh, I'm grateful for the opportunity to put myself in front of a lot of people who want to hear this knowledge, and I'm really grateful that they listened. I know that sounds crazy, mm-hmm. but you can talk sometimes and no one listens, but they do. Yeah. You, know, I, you know, I really appreciate that. Beautiful. And what is one thing you desire? Gosh, I really want to look up 10 years from now and have like this army of real estate investors that I've helped spur these lower price range houses. And uh, next, I want us to go into the really, really low end houses, but I want us to do it. But at that point, I would like us all to do it, but we've had experience, we have money, we have backing, we understand this game, and we could do it as a force. So that is what Mm. I would desire. Like 10 years from now, we could go into any community we want, but we're experienced and we know how to change it, fix it up for the people who live there and really impact our community in a more visceral way, which can have lasting results. That's my desire. Beautiful. So shall it be or so much better than you can imagine. Thank you, Lisa. This was really amazing. Great advice. Thanks for sharing your story with us. Um, Again, uh, y'all can, if you go to YouTube, put in Lisa Phillips and affordable real estate, you will find her. Um, And to connect with me, go to realestateinvestorgoddesses.com and, um, you can check out my Real Estate Investor Goddess Handbook, my new book. It's a now number one bestseller on Amazon. Yay! So that's available on Amazon, and um, you can find that there. And then lots of resources for you on the Real Estate Investor Goddess website. So thanks for being here. We'll um, catch you next time with another amazing Real Estate Investor Goddess story. And thank you again, Lisa, for sharing um, your wisdom with us today. Thank you. I'd love to be back again. It's great. Thank you. Bye. (laughs) Bye Bye-bye.